thought we're going to start after the whistle. In the true spirit for which it's intended, watch the greatest TV show of all time, potentially being the Washington Redskins season 83, episode one. Why not start it off with a little theme music from at least what is in my opinion, certainly not T. Strachan's opinion, the greatest TV show of all time. Knew that's what this was. I didn't even watch it. I knew it. Let's turn that down a little bit. You're the biggest nerd there is. Oh, God. It's my favorite TV show. You're a nerd too. Since when are you in charge of who's a nerd? Look at your outfit, bro. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I know you That's couldn't guess. That's great radio right you there. You couldn't guess. You That's couldn't gay guess. Audience. You couldn't Look guess. at what I'm He's wearing. wearing standard khakis, sneaks, and a polo. That's <laughs> totally wrong. Pointing out nerd left and right. This is the audible. He's Kevin Riga. Happy to be a part of the <laughs> red carpet kickoff engineered by the Audible. Yes, he is Tim Stragan. I'm not sure if I'm happy to be a part of this at all. <laughs> you look happy, though. <laughs> so happy. So happy to be joined as we are so often happy to be joined by Matt, the real deal seal. So, boys? Get some. And introducing our guest for the very first episode of After the Whistle. We're going to be, we're gonna, we need to trademark that. Probably are like 10,000 of those shows already. Brian Stabby, author, hogshaven.com. Uh, you most recently read him uh, on his recap of the of uh, his recap of the very first episode of the season eighty three. Brian, welcome to the basement. Yeah, thanks for having me here, fellas. This is uh, quite the setup you got down here. Well, you know, it is the uh, it's impressive, isn't it? It is the it sweatiest is, yeah. basement <laughs> studio in uh, Kensington. I see nice sign helmet over there. Got a bear in the corner bear in, in, the in the a corner, Christmas tree. Christmas tree. Very festive. Yeah. yeah. That's our on-air Christmas tree. <laughs> you know a show's happening when that tree's lit. Mm. It's lit. Or when Kevin's lit. Tony X. That's when real, real shows happen. Or when, or when any of us really are lit. There's a lot of lighting. There's a lot, <laughs> a lot of lighting. A lot of lighting. All right. Let's get right to it. Um, Brian, and by that I mean let's, let's introduce our guest because that's what we do on the front side of these shows. And it's an interesting... Um, story. Brian, not just a writer for Hogshaven, but also a. Why don't you tell us what you got going on this, this fall that, that makes that, that's going to make this so much fun? Sure. So, a couple weeks ago, um, a buddy of mine posted on his Facebook, I think it was a DCist article, that uh, our uh, new football team. Yeah. Arena League. Arena League, the AFL, the Valor. The Valor. They um, are having their open tryouts in October, and at first, I was thinking, you know what, this is going to be pretty neat. You know, we're going to have a new team, Verizon Center, really great venue, a lot of Caps Wizards. They're good, good amount. Um, it'd be kind of cool to go down and, and see what that's all about. I'm sure there are tons of guys from the area, lots of skins connections, and the more I had that, you know, sort of bounce around my noodle said you know what would be fun it'd be fun to go and uh, and try out myself maybe you know it's maybe uh, maybe and the first night that i uh, i thought it through i was i was at like 20 percent and then i did a little more reading and i was like hey i'm at like 45 <laughs> percent i'm sure nothing to lose percentage point nothing to lose uh um, that got you at least to 70 or 75 when I read that there was no contact at the uh, the combine that they're having there, um, are we calling it a combine or is it a, a tryout? It's it's or audition a or open 
I've seen it used interchangeably. Like Dick Vermeil style from like the uh, 1980 Philadelphia Eagles or 79, whenever that year was, when like you know anyone could try out for the team. Similar. I, I think it's. I think. I think so. You have to pass a physical before you start or anything like that. I haven't. They. I don't even think they have picked a location. Dude, I'm going to show up in my wheelchair. Dead serious. <laughs> I want on this team. Mr. Strachan, look left and cough. <laughs> He's got a quarterback. This has been a dream of mine forever. Four. <laughs> where do I? Where do I report? And what's your uh, What's your forty time? <laughs> Probably about eight point nine. That's pretty solid. That's I think what my forty time is. Yeah, yeah, that would be an interesting race. When I have it on rabbit, but when I take it off, when I take the chair down to like turtle, it's it's way way slower. Okay. Yeah, yeah but it takes a lot. <laughs> it takes hits better on turtle. Definitely. Yeah, it does. No, I can. Yes, I got more. You know. Short yardage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I can kind of get that extra inch. Yeah. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. More torque. Go speak, ahead. Speak, speaking. Did you say torque? I did. More torque. Twerk. Twerk. I think twerk. the D.C. football scene is looking for a little less twerk. <laughs> he just, he's just he got Antonio Brown on his brain. I, I do. I, of course I do. Uh, you know, transitioning from, from trying out for the Valor, which Brian Stabby is going to do. That's awesome. According to an email he sent to me, now we're not going to we're not going to we're not going to make you go out there and get get hurt. We're supporting you wanting to go out there and get hurt. No, I well, I, okay, I, I got <laughs> I think I got two good knees for now. Yeah, you do. You look great. Uh, Peak condition. So the the sense I get is it's um, the only thing that they've put in writing are you got to do a forty, you got to do broad jump, and then <laughs> position specific. Which broad, uh, which broad? Go ahead. Yeah, specific. Specific. <laughs> position-specific uh, drills. So part of this also is I need to, I suppose, figure out a position to, to be specific. Well, let's help you out with that. We'll stay away from the line in case anyone hasn't met Brian. He's not the beefiest no. of gentlemen. I, uh, I did win the Coach's Award for Sidwell Friends JV Football. Uh, that was a while ago. What position? What, what, what? So that year I was... Um, a safety and a wide receiver. There you go. But it was like a weird. We ran like a four-two-five, so it was, I had outside contain. It was like a bizarre. We weren't very good. <laughs> yeah, but you sound pretty good. Uh, I, I, <laughs> that's just good, even good for radio, just right? even telling me that. I was like, whoa, this guy's for real. I, I you should well, drop that. What, drop what, that give, give our audience your height weight, just so uh, they have an right idea. Now, right now, um, a lean, mean, five-six. Um, floating somewhere between 135, 145. Ideal for the arena game. Yeah. Many people would say. So, uh, so you know, we'll, we'll see. It's it's uh, tight spaces, so I think a lack of height might actually be beneficial in some way, shape, or form. From a heart perspective, you're at least seven foot five. Straight heart. That's the kindest thing anyone's <laughs> ever said. Just, we're looking Ken forward to it. Ken says kind things a lot. Just hey, we're I, I I'm excited. I think it's gonna be fun. Obviously, uh, we're all big George Plimpton fans. Yeah. Paperline was uh, an awesome. Some would say movie, others would say book. Well, I can do a good Alan Alda. I think if I, think I, you I could if too. I practice enough, you know. So. You got a lot on your plate here coming. Up. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, a, a, yeah. A, a, a you got to work under Alan Alda. Football franchise and Alan Alda impersonation <laughs> down here in the basement with the Audible. I mean. What are you even doing here still? Of the Alan Alda impersonation alone is at least a two and a half week job. <laughs> we just got to find a hot lips hula hand so you can get this treasure there right. properly. What, what position were you thinking? Are you leaning towards like today? I'd say wide receiver. Right today? Sl- I'm thinking slot, gentlemen. I think I'm thinking yeah. slot. 
I was thinking running back. Mm. Here's why. Okay. Okay. Talk there, to there, us. Wait, wait. You're glad they're not doing contact, but you want to do running back. So as your, I feel like with my five six stature and my what seven three heart. This isn't like stature. this isn't like uh, Daisy Confused, where you plan to start a fight, thinking everyone's going to break it up before anything happens. Well, no, I was thinking, you know, in the third and one situation, we get a good snap count. I come hard off the ball, mm-hmm. right? Go right up the middle. I could get that one. So like in jail, they no, say, no, you, can't. you should walk up to the toughest guy, <laughs> smash him in the mouth, and then proceed like a happy lifestyle behind bars. I'm thinking slot on a down and out gets you <laughs> diving into the stands, headed straight out the E-tunnel down onto 6th and H, and I know a great bar right down there, and we could all convene there. See, we'll be, it sounds we'll like you're you trying there. to put learning how to catch on my plate. Oh, no, no, well. no. I don't care if you catch it. Oh, no. you can't catch. I mean, Whoa, did, he, did, the, did those words come out of his mouth? Too? No, I, yeah, I, no, well, I he, said he I said, catch. Did the Valor ask if anyone said. could catch? Yeah, that was that's Posi- the application. Well, I imagine a, a wide receiver position specific drill would involve catching. Yeah. catching How ball. fast and, and, and can I'm you run? You, there's going to be backwards. some bad dudes out there. Backwards? Yes. Uh, I can't think of the last time I've run back. Okay, don't do cornerback. Yeah, I, 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 my, jump, my, my jumping is substandard. So Okay, I'm, so. You're five six. Yeah. Somewhere between one thirty five, one forty five. Right now, I'm gonna train. You cannot catch very well. Well, I, yeah, that's right. Fair. And you can't run backwards. This has feel good <laughs> hit written all over it. That's all I'm saying. There's that scene. No, I feel you. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, There's that I'm, scene I'm on your in, side here in um, Paper Lions where yeah. they like let him run through the middle and he feels really good because he scores a touchdown and he has that really great moment. Mm-hmm. Where he is like, you know, I, w- I was just really feeling it today. And then he realizes that they kind of like all let him score. And he was pretty upset. If they let me score, I would not be upset. <laughs> I wouldn't have them. I'd be like, thanks, guys. This was great. I'm out of here. That would be it. But don't you think this would be more closely? Drop the ball, like dropping the mic. Exactly. Just walk out yeah. of the stadium. Paper line or Lucas? I mean, there's two different ways to go <laughs> on this one. There's two very different ways to go on this one. Um, but... Before before we leave the subject, well, last question: Who plays you in the movie about this story? That's a really good question. Um, might just be because he's top of mind from the game last night. But I, I'd let I'd let McConaughey get a crack. I love crack, it. I love it. Okay, it. that's where we're that's where we're transitioning. I was thinking of a young Michael J. Fox. All right, all right, all right. I was gonna say it's all right, all right. <laughs> I mean, L I V I N. That's what we're doing these days. Football is back. Season 83, episode one. Thank God. Washington Redskins season is here. This is after the whistle. And we are, we don't do X's and O's. We're not going to argue about anything specific. Certainly nothing um, as technical as the defense Brian played at Sidwell Friends. That's the most technical thing you're going to hear on this show. I promise you. I'll, take, I'll tone it down. I yeah, seriously. Speak for yourself. Sorry, for the layman. Dumb it down for us, at least. Outside contain. You had, I was like, what? What are you talking about? Tupperware? Um, I want to get back to watching TV, which is what we love doing, watching TV. I think football, aside from Game of Thrones, it's, it's got to be the best, the best TV there is. If you've been a Redskins fan over the last 20 years, and I mean specifically mean since we were good on a regular basis, the, the drama and the soap opera that is surrounding this team while not awesome to live through, looking back, it certainly was entertaining. And I think w- we might think that this season could be different. 
and I think we believe it, obviously, in our hearts. Um, we've believed it 20-plus times in our hearts. The Red, this Redskins team will be entertaining. The television will be compelling. The drama will be real. The suspense will be palpable. The sexual tension. Is he listening? Okay. I, I don't have a sexual Writing tension. Writing down thing. thoughts. You didn't hear what he just said. Yes, I'm listening. Go, please. No, what, what, okay, what's the last thing he just said? Please continue. I would, I, he he would have freaked listening. out he, if he listened. He, he knows we were talking about sexual tension. <laughs> I tuned Ken out. <laughs> I totally tuned Ken out. It's not his first day on the job. Yeah. Not his first day on the job. All right, so the season started. The first scene of this show, pretty good. Pretty good. I No, I was at the stadium, so I want to turn it over to you guys a little bit. You were watching it on TV. You were, you were at, the, at the bar, right? No, no. I, no, no. I was, lot, I was in my basement. You were in, in your my basement. Hole, okay. In my, what, what was what were they? I mean, I'm I'm sure they were playing up the 9/11 stuff um, on TV. But what, what did you see anything that the camera go to someone and you're like, oh my god? Uh, yeah, thought- yeah, yeah. The, the camera was on the stand on 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 the players, and they didn't show the flyover, which was no. They showed everybody. They showed people watching the sh- the flyover. Yeah. I did like the fact that they had some the, the players holding the flag. Yeah, I mean that wasn't you know that, some of that, that was that voluntary cool. from what I understand. Yeah, that was oh, a the cool players, thing. They love uh, running they the ball. They had a great Danny shot right on Kwanjo uh, in his non-shoulder pads wearing his jersey. Yeah, he just became a U.S. citizen as well, which was mm-hmm. very important for that, that whole r- process. For real? So yeah, I didn't know yeah, that today. Yeah, today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, today I, damn it, I, I'm, I'm a day late on on the Ari on the Ari news. Hello, Demetha Pipeline. Yeah, but I didn't know that. Know, well, we're not, we're not showing the Alejandro Villanuevas of the world, and you know Ben Cutwica, and you know, and then Rob O'Neill at the ceremonial coin toss. Yeah, you know, four hundred, four hundred combat missions. You're sitting there going, "All right, football's about to start." I'm pretty excited, but this guy took Osama down. <laughs> that guy's a member of a real team, boy. Seal Team, Seal yeah. team Six, brothers. That was the stuff that got me juiced up sitting down there, going, "All right, all of this is just overwhelming and amazing," but. When you're looking at a guy and you know that where he put a bullet, it's insane. Uh, that that was definitely a, surre- a surreal moment for me. Um, I walked into the stadium as I'm going to my seats just in time to look up and see the Jets flying over top, which I love. Flyovers are the greatest. They're cool. I always see them in the parking lot, which is just as great as it is to be in the stadium. And flyover is amazing. Um, the, my favorite thing is to see when they practice flyovers because occasionally you'll be in the parking lot long enough beforehand and they'll let a couple jets, you know, do, do a couple run-throughs. That's awesome. Um, and I wanted to I wanted to take everyone back a couple steps from the beginning of the Redskins' actual, the airing of, of the show because there was a little drama that happened before the airing of the show that, I, that was that every single Redskins fan experienced in their own way. Like, you would probably even almost remember what, what you were doing. It, it was only yesterday. I hope you would remember. When RG3 went on injured reserve. <laughs> when RG3 went on injured reserve, and you got that news. That was yesterday? It That's was what I did. Yesterday. I left my yesterday. ass off. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And, and listen. I, is, I, it, is it really unbelievable? No, it's, it's not. It's, it's completely 100% believable. Correct. I feel like <laughs> absolutely correct. If we're uh, we're talking TV, it feels like that's a rerun. Yeah. Ooh, Brian's tag with a rerun coming in hot. That's that. Listen, if uh, I watched the game, I, I said I saw him. I we've seen him take that hit before. He certainly took it as a Redskin. He took it in college. Um, 
at some point in time, you have to ask yourself, is he trying to get hurt? I mean, is he, like, deliberately... When he, maybe he, he just wants to spend more time at Hooters or something. I don't know. I'm at Hooters? No, maybe he thought he had a force field of, of cursive on his <laughs> left forearm and his new baby's name. Ooh. I mean, this guy's... I defended him for so long. I did. I'll yep. admit it. Yeah, you but did. Once, once he did that, like you look around, you're like, what, when, when the, when, when, when did he do that? <laughs> and then he's inviting his his girl to, to practice and making out oh, on the sidelines. Man. Well, I don't care what level ball you play at. Somebody's dad needs to come out there, grab him by the back of the head, make him do push-ups or do a lap or something. Yeah, guy damn near lost his mind. Oh, he, oh he's lost actually his mind. boys' club. Be kind of cool to have a girl show up at practice. That'd be kind of, that'd be all right, dude. The problem is the avoidability of his hits. You know, he, Andre Cooper would have said to you. Andre Cooper uh, had girls come meet him at practice. What he he would have said, man, stop <laughs> stealing up all my girls. I got Check seven. Good job, <laughs> This is my girl. Don't be sparking anyone's bitch teeth. Listen, I, again, look, I, I'm not like, like, you know, celebrating in his uh, demise or anything like that. It's just like, it was like. No celebration. What, I, why, what are people seeing? I No, nobody. Is, what are people seeing I honestly in believe no. Okay, so you have the what are I people seeing I didn't see this guy? it early. I, I was, I mean. What are people you know, seeing? Like Shanahan. What the hell did he see? He didn't want, no, he didn't he didn't want, want RG3. What real football people, what did they see in this guy? They saw dollar signs. Ugh. Pure and simple. No, what happened was is, is Facebook and Twitter had a baby. <laughs> they named it Robert Griffin III. Because all of his lore, everything after college, was based on what you saw in one of those two outlets of his daily ridiculousness about how to live our lives. Well, okay. Yeah. I, got, I got a question. So I wasn't in the state for all this. I was, you know, I was following along what happened after his rookie season that it just seemed like everything fell apart what was the difference everybody loved him and then it just felt like you know in, a, in an instant for Go me ahead, for me when it was, so he got hurt right right and the whole offseason was about me 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 operation day one all in week one all in that all in week one and all this stuff right after the no second or no, third no game no when right. things just weren't going very well he got asked at a press conference about all this stuff, and he goes, listen, I'm not here to talk about me. I'm here to talk about the team. And I was like, whoa. No, 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 no. You don't get to choose when you get to talk about yourself or when you don't. Just You don't get to talk about yourself when it's going great and everybody's on your bandwagon, everybody you know, thinking you're great. When things start to fall apart, now you don't want to talk about yourself. Deal with it. This is the pros. This is a job. You're acting like an idiot, and it's continued to spiral down since. O line, O line, certain other teammates and coaching staff. He was a diva. He was coming in, telling Shannon, "We run this, run that, do this, do that." His father was in the locker room. I mean, there was just a lot of hateable offenses. I think it's possible that Dan Steiner called him "sweetie" a couple times oh. in front of some other, from some other people. Um, listen, oh, sweet Danny. The thing that occurred to me not right away. So How I, did that, I just think about that. How did that come about? Like, did what? he say, you can call me, sweetie? Or did he, like... Sweetie. It, it was like when Homer I mean, coached Bart, and he just, you know... It just Bart comes out naturally. There's a lot of creepy things going it's on a father-son That's probably the creepiest thing I've heard. That's par- Tonight, probably... Which is pretty the, incredible. The least... Uh, the thing that's the least RG3's fault is the way that Dan Snyder tried to be his boy and tried to be his friend and tried to... You, you don't know. think Robert loved it and, and sure, fed off of it? I'm sure and, he did, but I'm saying that's the least about his fault because that's he came into the pros, literally came into the pros that way. Um, most most guys who are the best players on their team from the time they're five years old that make it to the pros, 
if someone tells them this is how you do it, that's the way they're going to do it. He was told from the first time, first time he probably ever touched a football, he was just given the ball and told to, to, to just, oh, just be better than everyone else. And he just always was until he wasn't. And to me, when he lost it was when the offense that they made for him for his rookie year to help him because he was a rookie, uh, he couldn't graduate from that. Well, we, no, no, he didn't. He, he wanted to get away from that, and that was the only couldn't. way it could have been successful. Yeah, but he no, no, he wasn't. And gonna, you can't do that at the, profe- to the professional level. He wasn't going to do it the dumb down way for a second year, and he wasn't going to do it the smartened up way for a second year. It just he uh, what Mike Shanahan said that it all boils down to one thing. Shanahan said the guy spent more time training like an Olympic athlete uh, and zero time. Um, studying film like a professional football player. He said if he would have spent half the time in the film room that he spent on the track, he would have been a halfway decent football player. When Kirk Cousins was a rookie, he was he was building a play, he was building a binder of opponents of film when, when he was never ever going to be a player. He was as good and should deserve to be in the same sentence as guys like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. It's just yeah, he was delu- he's delusional. Okay, so those guys don't this scribble like average-looking white chicks' names session. on their forearms. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just still trying to figure all, figure it all out, you know, because in, in my don't. mind, there's such a disconnect. Because, all right, so he had such a great rookie year, and I mean, by the time, if I'm not mistaken, by the time he was a rookie, he already had a statue of himself outside the stadium at Baylor, mm-hmm. right? That's like a pretty swaggy thing mm-hmm. to have happen, and so then people got mad at him for buying into the hype that. I think some people thought he manufactured himself, but mind you, again... Black Jesus was he, a DC thing. That was for real. Yeah, so that wasn't exactly him, but, you know, if I had a statue of me anywhere, I would feel pretty swaggy, right? Especially at a fine moral institution. But you got to back it up. That's right. You got to back it but up. But he did. I mean, he, he had no. an amazing... That as, year, as but opposed then it, to but the then place it, where your statue is now, which is what a, like a Denny's. There's like a statue of it at the local Denny's, yeah, right? Yeah, something like that. I just and then the other thing is, don't you kind of want a quarterback that has a little bit of swagger, that's a little bit full of himself? You want if his teammates respect him, sure, okay, sure. But if his swagger is uh, on Twitter, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Here's here's the thing about RG three. Nobody, I can honestly say I don't think anybody was celebrating his injury. I think everyone was just had that moment where they're like, of course. Of course he's out after week one. And to me, the moment that things kind of t- changed for me was, I know Kevin, both Kevin and T, I think, you know, probably would have bet money that he wouldn't make it to week four. I never thought for a second that we weren't going to play RG3 in week four because that is exactly the game that the Redskins have almost every single year. Something like that. That would have been... That would have been Appointment TV viewing that would have been a must. It would have been must see. I mean, RG three coming back to FedEx playing for the Cleveland Browns against us. The chances of him going for like 500 yards and seven touchdowns were probably at least 65, 70 percent. The drama leading up to that 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 we. I mean, he he, he it would have been the most annoying media week. Annoying as hell. It would have been the worst and exactly the you know same what? kind it of thing we always have. Still no. will be. No way. It's yeah, gone. There'll still be talk about it. But it's no, it's gone. 
Yeah, they're going to look like an he's actual gone football from there. team. If, if, if he's done. no, I'm talking the hype. This, the, you know, the, the talk radio. They're still going to talk about it. I can't believe we're talking wow. about our G3 right now. I'm yeah, gonna, can we I'm move gonna, on gonna next issue? I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Oh no, I didn't no, mean you like did. I, I, no, uh, I blame Ken. I blame myself too. Next issue. I, I actually too. wrote right here. Ken sneaks RG3 in. I stuck him in. Yeah, and you weren't even talking about the show. This is about a year and a half. Go ahead. Let's move forward. Who was the 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 surprise? And I, I have an answer for this, but I'm not. I'm going to go last in case you don't say my answer. Whenever there's a new season of a great show, you already know who like the main characters are going to be. You know, you everyone knows, they're they're coming back. You know, they're, they're obviously going to have some storylines written for them. There's going to be some great plot about them. But who was the guy to you in, in a terrible loss? Obviously, on the Redskins sideline, who was kind of like, hey, may, maybe this guy might you know, other they might be setting us up for something here. With this guy. Well, let me just do the surprise part, and and, and, yeah, and forgive okay. me, but uh, since I was a young man, I couldn't wait to see the first real possession, the first real moment when a Washington Redskin had the ball in his hands. And I'm sitting down there thinking all day long, who's it going to be? You know, who's it going to be? Is our defense going to come out and get their hands on a, on a turnover? Or what? You know, the ball was kicked about nine yards deep into the end zone, and, and Will Blackman caught it. Yeah. <laughs> and I meant... <laughs> Will Blackman, when was he? When, yeah. When did, when did that happen? So, uh, you returned all game? I know. He, I mean, he was a late addition last year, a McLovin signing. Um, he's, he stuck. I agree with you. He doesn't, he doesn't inspire. Special you know, teams was such a big deal in the offseason. I know. I know. Ball gets kicked off. Will Blackman catches it. You kind of think, huh. Hmm. Yeah. How about that? And I'm an optimist. Yeah, you know, I'm not the guy that picks apart everything, but where's Will Blackman going to go? It did feel like we were still in the preseason when he caught the ball. I, 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 I was like, wait a second. There was not a lot of juice. Else? Like, you know, a guy that just catches it and flips it to the ref, cool. I'm like, oh. It also felt like the go. preseason when they settled for a field goal on the first possession. We scored touchdowns in the preseason. It felt like the last, the regular season. First team didn't. Well. Or the I thought, the, right, how, about played, how about this? How about this? I'm sorry. I, I, I distracted it. I thought the inside backers. Played a damn good football. They game. did. If you want to, those put guys were making tackles. I thought they were around the field. You're right. Uh, I think I they led the team in tackles, but forget that. I don't look at the I stat page. I'm talking Foster about the TV screen. A pretty decent game. Yeah, Compton made a few plays. They're just they were there. They were you know. Hey, now, they are, granted, they, are, they, they got are. run all over by, by, by D'Angelo Williams, but they did make some plays. They did make a few plays. This isn't. There really wasn't much. Oh yeah, we're not. We're not. We're not doing a player of the game or, or like no, who stood no. out. That's no. That's those not guys jumped out because they made they made all the tackles. They're the two top leading tacklers. So yeah. uh, you know, I guess that's why they stuck out in my mind. You got something to yeah, say I mean, for you? If we're talking storylines, yeah, I think the guy and again, not in a great way that stood out for me was uh, Breland. But I don't necessarily think that it's his fault because not his fault because having. Definitely uh, take some blame. Hold on. Of course. Well, sorry. He it's he's not as good as it's your Brown. job. Yeah, Brown <laughs> just outclassed him, but Brown is you know right now looking like a Hall of Fame receiver, and Breland is looking but, like but, a very good defensive back, but not Antonio Brown good at his job. Two of those damn touchdowns were once in his hands once, before they were in theirs. Once you can go ah, but twice I was like yeah, you yeah. got it. What? Hey, but you know the deal, bud. Jerry Rice versus Deion Sanders matched up one on one the whole game. Jerry's going to get his. I'm sorry, but he is. Josh Norman is yeah. our right cornerback. Feels like the Redskins of equivalent of, well, he's our closer. 
if we're going nationals. It's yeah, just like, yeah. come on, are you kidding? That's like Matt Williams style, right? But yeah. Let me let me let me just talk about that because I, I, everybody keeps saying, why isn't Norman on you know the top receiver all the time? Well, first of all, you can only do that if you go cover zero or one, and and even then, it's not an easy thing to do. You got a Which, zone. You scheme. run cover one though. You got yeah, but you have a zone scheme, and you do have to you know know what everybody on your side of the zone is doing and what what's happening all around you. You can't just because Antonio Brown goes to the left side, switch Norman. You just can't. You know, it's not, not, it's not as easy as people right. sitting around a water cooler going, oh, I don't understand why they don't put Norman on him the whole time. It doesn't quite work. You will that get way. motion scheme Deion, right out of your pants yes. into a mismatch on any other position. Yes. I get it. So you know, it's just it's not. But, it's not that easy. But that was bad. It, was, it just it plain flat out was bad. He is the best receiver in the league, but. Whoa! Like after the <laughs> first touchdown, and I'll, I'll you know I'm gonna give Roethlisberger a ton of credit because he, he put those balls exactly where he needed to put them. He's a Hall of Famer. <sighs> Roethlisberger <laughs> was the biggest badass on the field next to Antonio Brown. He's Absolutely. a Hall of Fame quarterback. He looked like Peyton and Manning on steroids, fans, running the pace of that game and charge, running a no huddle offense, calling the plays himself, checking down, getting up on the line with 25 seconds left, maybe wait until four. He was in charge of that whole pace. Oh yeah. And here's where we I'm gonna at, drop we were, it. He was Ken. the puppeteer. Here's where I'm gonna drop it. Is that Redskins fans all day long were waiting to see if they had an elite quarterback. We're going to see one. They did. They he wore one. a white jersey. That is what an hey. elite quarterback who gets paid yeah. way more than they should. That's how they play. Oh, he's like yeah, worth every penny. Yeah, ben he's the best quarterback the in the AFC and top better three than, in the league. Better than Brady? That's my point. Bra- Brady ain't playing right now. Okay. Fair in enough. terms of <laughs> they thought they were going to see a guy in a red jersey be a, no, think, an elite quarterback. Oh, I think everyone knew they were going to see him Big Ben. No. Big Ben's awesome. And he's fully healthy. But every, with healthy. the whole, I'm talking about the offseason. I'm talking yeah. about whether or not they should have paid him $45 million. I, I'm not, I'm not going to go crazy after one game. I'm not. Sure. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. All I'm saying is, what if, we di- what if they did pay him the huge mega contract and then he played that game? What do you think the talk would be today? Should we have paid him? Should, is he not really worth it now? I mean, it's going it to be whatever been, it is week by yeah, week. I'm glad you be say it like that. But I think that it'll take that either way. It, it makes matter. Scott McLuhan's decision right now. In game one, it's kind of, I looked at it like, a, you know, somebody who has a flower, you know, in, the, in junior high, some girl's thinking about the boy she loves and going, you know, does he love me? Does he love me not? It's like, is Kirk good or is he not? Is Kirk yeah, good? Yeah, but every week. After this right. game, the pedal was, he didn't show it. Yeah, but this game was the smoking his hot chick at school. Correct. I think. Uh, and that, maybe next week or, it is. Isn't that the organization we want to be from top to bottom, from ownership to front office to, to head coach, a 10-year guy, starting quarterback, a 12-year guy? I mean, that's what we're looking to get to. So I have no problem after, after week one taking one, a loss. Was it terrible to watch the points? Yes. After game one, he, he gets a minus. Maybe, yeah. yeah I'm, I, this, this is he, the was average, he, was, he was terrible. He was average at best. I he wasn't terrible. Can't, Two we picks? can't spend the whole no season touchdowns. talking about his last performance pick in terms a pick, of contract didn't turn extension. It over. We can't no do teeters. it. No, no, no. He was, he was 30 to 43 for a bunch of yards. He made a lot of good throws, but no, he was not good. He w- but he wasn't horrible. I think it was average. He didn't play great. I mean, no, no. no one did. Uh, no one did. I don't, who cares who did? We lost by enough points where not enough people did anything great. If he was sharp to start if the game, if, and, yeah. if he was sharp to he start sharp the game, it would have made, made a big difference. difference. But when they score a touchdown on a fourth and one, that's all Without a doubt. Roethlisberger. Yeah. When, when, when the ball's on the ground, and Roethlisberger's bending down to pick it up, and while he's staring at the oh, ground, please. his brain is already telling him, just right your body and heave it. Because he knows... Throw it twice as hard as he would have if he didn't drop the ball. He knows where the one-on-one is. 
He's already thinking, I'm going to throw this to the left sideline in a place where only my receiver can catch it. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah, well, Toller exactly in full extension missed by a quarter inch. It was this beautiful. guy, the, the, the margin of some of these balls that Rollsberger threw, we all saw Breland get the hands on the fourth and one. It just didn't happen. Let us not forget, if we're talking about oh. a TV show, for Kirk to you know shine as the star, his supporting cast needs to, to step it up. And, right. and, and when I say that, on the offensive side of the ball, it's the running game. Putrid. Oh. Putrid. Well, hold on. They hold had. On. Hold on. Well, I want. I want to know what you think it was putrid about. The fact that we that stopped running the run ball it? for four point six yards per that carry. That they couldn't run it. We ran for four point six yards a carry when we did. We just only ran handed the ball off to Matt Jones seven times and Chris Thompson. So you four. put it on Jay in the in the. We ran the ball staff. eleven times for four point six yards per carry. Right. When we did run the ball, Matt Jones broke off four or five runs for seven yards. Uh, you, uh, we just got away from it. You can't throw into eight people dropping back. I agree. You can't throw and it. If you're going to, you got to check down and make some plays with your feet. Yeah. Well, you guys both played high school football at a high level. All three of you, actually, for that matter. <laughs> hey, I'm the, I'm the only Brian one Stabby was in a 4-2-5, man. Yeah, he was in a 4-2-5. Right. I mean, we never saw a 4-2-5. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll guarantee you that. JV football rules. <laughs> JV football rules. You could watch Ben Roethlisberger count the guys in the box. Five in the box, I'm running. Six in the box, I'm passing. It was that. It was so elementary, as we like to say in the basement. He was, there was, it was, it was high school football. But I will agree with T here. And Kirk, and Kirk we wasn't doing it. We but we don't have that ability because we don't have their running game. We don't have their run. Our offensive line does not have that ability. We don't. No, that's true. And D'Angelo Williams was the best running back on the field. And he was the backup. And, and he's their backup. Oh, he's so old, too. Imagine so what old. Ladavion Bell would have done. He's a five-year plan, though. Scary. Brian Stabby. Yeah. He's a five-year plan. That's yeah, but how about this? If this also was a show, what if Fred Flintstone used to scream out, Wilma! Well, yeah, but that would do. Just give me a Kerrigan. Because, yeah. boys, strip, kick, scoop, Get on the stolen. ground. Uh, yeah. Put your body between the defense and the ball. Just get I was it. taught it when I was 12 years old. I know. In the pocket, body between the defense and the ball. The quarterback ain't taking it from you, but the center, Pouncey, and he took it from you like you like like like. Here's you were, the thing: at the pro level, I don't I don't know how often they get they get on you about it. Maybe in film session after it was all said and done, it doesn't work out like it didn't for Kerrigan last night. You say, hey, listen, you got to get on the ball. But he may have a contract with a provision that says if you score. This touchdown or a touchdown or, you know, X amount of touchdowns, you get a such and such bonus. He's going to try and pick up that ball and score. Well, let me tell you this. He hasn't achieved that bonus. Since no, he's of been course here not. Because uh, I really like the guy, but I'm sorry. Uh, he, he, he's, he's Get on the ball. I don't know if he's been an underachiever, but he hasn't had that burst of explosion that I've been waiting for and waiting for and waiting for. It was for. such a great play up until he tried to pick it up. He is very consistent. That he being has been consistently slightly Ryan? above average. Right? We sure. He he started every game he's played as a Redskin. He's he's averaging about ten sacks a year, just a little bit south of that. Yeah. Um. I but I know what you're saying. Uh. You know he just doesn't blow just your that, skirt up. <clears throat> yes. Constantly. Yes. yes. It was salt yes. in the wound in terms of what happened overall last night. You know. I mean, well, I he have is still giving you my character. He still my, is my 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 storyline that de- it was a late developer. Yeah, go. A total surprise. To me, a total surprise. When you when you turn on a new season and we already got the guys that we know the are going to be guy. there out of the way, and then the there's, a, like, there's a, that one new guy. And it's like, wait a second. <laughs> what, what's going on with him? And all of a sudden you see on your phone an hour before the game that Josh Doxson's going to play in this game? You're like, wait a second. He hasn't practiced this week. Wait a second. He hasn't practiced ever. Like, he hasn't been on the field. He, did, he, did, he couldn't play in the preseason. He couldn't... 
he couldn't participate in training camp. He's, I've never read anything that said he wasn't running routes on the side. How does this guy go from never doing a thing ever anywhere to he's playing tonight? And then I saw, like, he might play 20 snaps. I'm like, 20 snaps? This is the this is equi- this is the equivalent of like Game of Thrones is introducing like a Smurf or just like something totally outrageous <laughs> happening. That, like what? How is this guy in the game? As a Redskins fan who loves Josh Doxson because he's John Snow. Death, yeah, because he's fucking John. They Snow. like me. They really like me. I mean, they must. They must. That to me, that was I couldn't I couldn't fathom him dressing for this game. I, I love it. Maybe it just feeds into the whole idea that all, all, you know, they really just never wanted to expose him ever to a single hit from a single person ever until an actual game. But I don't really know how that works. He, when he came on the field for the first time, which was, by the way, in the first quarter, was it, I think the first. Did the, did the Steeler drive. fans give him a round of oh. applause? No one yes. knew he was on the field yes. at first. But if we ever got into the red zone before we had to kick a field goal, I think we would have seen him because our first red zone opportunity. Like we've yeah. said, he was, they in, did. He was in that I thought package. they were going to throw it. Me I thought too. they were going to throw it to him, and they Me didn't. Too. He was out there. He was out there, and he was out there early. Uh, just, to me, shocking. Totally shocking. Um, I love it. Uh, it. It's promising. It at least tells me that he's healthy enough, A, to play, um, that they trust him to run whatever the hell route they gave him on whatever plays those were. He got his first catch yep. super late in the game, yeah. uh, which was meaningless. Uh, there was, a, there was a, such a roar from the crowd. Yeah, well, from the Steelers fans. Yeah. So I can hold on. Speaking of the crowd, go ahead. They uh, there was a lot made of handing out burgundy towels to offset the terrible towels. You were there. I was there. What did you get a towel? What was the aesthetic? Yeah. Well, did did you get a towel? And okay. How so, did it, how did it work? Did it was it effective? Because I've been to Steeler games at FedEx a long time ago, and it's just like I felt embarrassed. It, so it, here's the thing. But in 2008. Before we play the Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday Night Football, on Hogs Haven, I'm not going to take credit for anything because I was not the only person to say this. Plenty of people were the people to say this. They're going to bring the terrible towels. They're already gold. We waved the maroon towels. We were 6-2. and two. Jason Campbell was coming in. He hadn't thrown an interception. He was in MVP talks already. FedEx Field was a hot place. It was a home field advantage. Uh, we knew they would be there. We said, we'll wave the burgundy towels. They'll wave the gold towels. It'll it'll be a way of, um, you know, countering it somehow, some way. Burgundy doesn't show up on TV. Well, it does Not in well a sea of. Bur- well, if people were doing it. So back to Brian's question. Oh, by the way, they dropped the ball in such a major way in 2008. At some point in time, they were handing out white towels, um, mm. and there was a burgundy. They ran. They probably only made like a hundred burgundy ones. It was a disaster. We walk in the gate. Uh, and they're handing out, and they have more than enough this time. I mean, they were still handing them out after kickoff. I know because people were going back and grabbing them. In the first drive, in the first drive, the terrible towels were in force. And the burgundy towels were in force as well. And for the first drive, maybe call it the first two drives, because I was waving mine, and I was surrounded by people waving theirs. And every time we saw Steelers fans stand up and wave their towel, we all got up and waved our towel with them, and it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And I. Just looking out in the stands from my seat, I could see it. I could see the burgundy and the gold. That ended about the end of the first quarter or so, maybe the beginning of the second quarter. Because even from then on in the game, and I'm standing and I'm watching Did Pittsburgh. you put your towel in your, in your pocket? I was holding it, but I was watching the Steelers wave their towel, and I was like, 
I'm not waving I this wish towel. I could wave my towel. I want to wave my towel so bad. You know what I don't ever do is wave towels. I'm not a big I, towel waver. It doesn't make any noise. Yeah. No, it doesn't sudden, any good. It's so a all visual. of a sudden Pittsburgh yeah. shows up and I'm a towel waver. It like, really uh, made me think uh, that, Kevin. Uh, it really made me think it does. that. I was like, how do you get to the point where like, where you know like when to wave it or how to wave it? Like, do you wave it? You got to ask the guy from Pittsburgh. A helicopter wave? Is it a like a roundhouse wave? <laughs> no, serious. And then the guy I'm behind like thinking you, about it too the whole time, I'm like, and I'm like, this a hole in front of me has been waving a towel the whole game. I just want to watch the game. They, their oh. wrist game has got to be very strong. <laughs> oh god, the their forearms. Wrist. I was I, could, I I was out of towel waving ability after the end of the first quarter, and I was waving the hell out of my towel. Because I'll say at the end of the game on the broadcast, the announcers they're like, oh, and you know they're still waving those the terrible towels, and oh, it's yeah. just like it fit very well into that yeah. that well established, well trod narrative. Of, yeah, you know that our fans they never stick around, and you know the Nats fans leave for the Metro, and the you Redskins fans the try to day. beep the parking. Well, I can't blame them. I mean, getting out of yeah. that parking lot after a Monday night game is one of the worst things in the world. And it was full. Not to be hyperbolic. Full to capacity by the time the game started. Every parking spot was taken. Um, I, if anyone waves their towel in front of me, I just stick my arm up like shark style, just like, just like a shark fin. Just block it. Don't, you're not gonna, no one waves their towel in front of me. Um, <laughs> Nobody bothers me. Or else they get the dorsal fin. Nobody bothers me. I promise you. I promise <laughs> you. Every single time someone stands up and waves their towel in front of me, I just put my arm up. Towel hits my arm, goes dead. Put him in a body bag, sugar. I sit down and they turn around, look at me. I'm you like, show them. Wave your towel. I can stop someone from waving a towel. <laughs> I can and I do. No, no, no. Um, I'm not gonna let you wave that towel. Wait, I just tried to wave my towel. Yeah, you're not waving that towel in front of me, buddy. Sir, sir. There was some people behind me waving my waving their towel. Man, that's I, I didn't. I didn't stop them. Um, Nobody bothers me either. The only person that's ever successfully blocked my view at a Redskins game <laughs> in the 15 years I've been going was a Raiders fan who was dressed like he was in the, bla- in the black hole. Like he was with the shoulder pads with the spikes and the helmet with the spikes yeah, and the, the whole nine. The Mad Max. Did you give him uh, the dorsal fin too? <laughs> he stood... Yeah. I, I, yeah. I forget what happened. No, he, no. How do you... <laughs> you it's all styrofoam. You don't want to see Ken when he's angry. He said nothing to Raider fan. <laughs> It's hard to it's hard to trash talk a guy wearing a, a full like body armor in like ninety he, degree heat. Did he have face paint? Yeah, witness me. Did he have face paint? No, no, but he had a mullet. And okay, well, if he had face paint, you can yell at him all day because he's not going to do anything to you. Non face paint mullet, you might be in a little bit of trouble. He was <laughs> he was blocking me when he sat down, so I had a real hard time. So basically, it was like, hey, listen, buddy, stay sitting down. Hey, I, at least I can listen, see over buddy, top of you if something's going take on. Take the shoulder pads off. Or else you're gonna get the dorsal fin, yeah. uh, which is different that. than the shoulder pads Kevin e- Ewald used to wear in his um, in his blazers uh, in high school. But um, that's just for Kevin down in Charleston. What's up, Charleston, South Cara? <laughs> anyone else? Anyone? Anyone got anything exciting? I mean, we're talking about any, did anything. Forget about the final score. Forget about the disaster that it was and turned into. Where's our Where's our hope? For this this show not ending like the worst show ever on television. Well, I like how it opens. You know, they they pan the reflecting pool to the Capitol building. That's a real big deal for us because you know when we're playing those those guys up north in Philly, they usually you know a little a little shot of the Liberty Bell, and then they're at Pat's or Gino's, just looking at piles of onions and meat. Mm. So we got that Love going it. for us. Mm. Uh, 
Anyone else want to chip in? <laughs> <laughs> because that's all. That's where it was. Where it stopped. It was a terrible first episode. It was a terrible first episode. Huh? It was. It was. And I'm not trying to put it in the rearview mirror right away, even though I kind of am. But when I was when I laid my head on the pillow last night, which was probably like three o'clock in the morning, my last thought was, "It's Dallas week." It wasn't the Pittsburgh game. We lost to Pittsburgh. We're zero and one. It wasn't what the hell was Joe Barry doing out there. It wasn't uh, did, did should we have gone for that fourth down? It was. It's Dallas week, and it is. It's mm-hmm. Dallas week. It's a short week. It's Dallas week. It's Dallas week right away. It was Dallas week before I went to bed. It was Dallas week when I woke up this morning. It's Dallas week right this very second. We are playing the Dallas Cowboys at home this week at FedEx Field. I, I don't. I don't. And I unfortunately, never, the I Redskins couldn't win. stop the run. And yeah. the only way, the only thing the Red, the, the Cowboys can do. He's running. Ah, the Giants kind of gave him the business. Yeah, they got their, their new, they got revamped, terrible run defense. Zeke Elliott didn't do too much. And watching that game, that was two bad football teams. I'm not saying we looked any different, mm. but I know we'll be favored this week. Yeah, we're gonna we learn. We're gonna learn a ton this week. Yeah, you know about what we're dealing with. I think on paper, and rarely it ever plays out that way. The Redskins are the better team right now. I mean, with a rookie running back and a rookie quarterback. That makes it just so tough. And, I mean, obviously, Alfred Morris was kind of subtweeting us all night, you know, doing the overly positive, like, go on, Kirk. It was just – it was tough to watch. Everybody was like, oh, come back. But yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we, we, I think we could use him. and I think they, they could have used him a little more. But I will say that, not getting away from Dallas Week, I want KD to come for Dallas Week. I don't want KD. I don't know if you guys saw that oh, in I the saw corner him. of the end zone. He was right in front of me. Did yep. you hear did – you hear, him get booed. All right, so what it, what it was, what we're talking about, I was at the stadium. You guys obviously saw that on TV. It was a cutaway. Every single it. time there was a commercial at FedEx Field, Antonio they were introducing Brown somebody. The and one. He was about five people away oh, from gotcha. him in yeah. the front row. So they, um, but, but they also introduced uh, a bunch of Olympians. And so he was introduced with a gold medal as the uh, U.S. basketball player, Kevin Durant. That's what you're referring to, I believe. Yeah, so I, I yes. it, they didn't have it on the air, but you know, I was reading on Twitter that he got booed. He got a, sma- so, a smattering of boos. Here's what it was, because I was there should be a smattering of right hands to the face. That's oh. ridiculous. So I did not That's boo. Ridiculous. I did not boo Kevin Durant. But here's what it was. They went Kevin? to like I, yeah. it was like the female wrestler from the area. Like Katie Ledecky gave some speech on on the video on the jumbo board. Right. Um, they had a couple other. They had the girl yeah. who won the first. Medal at the Olympics. The, yeah, um, Ginny Archer. Thrasher. Yeah, She's Ginny a shooter. Yeah. yeah, Ashley Knee, the kayaker. Yep, the kayaker. Uh, uh, the Krieger, so- soccer. Yeah. Allie Krieger, who's my recently hot. discovered cousin, Kyle Snyder. Did he mm-hmm. get a shout out there? I don't know if he did or not, but he was certainly thought of by all of us in my section. Um, and but the thing was, is I was I was in my seat. I could see these, you know, gir- they were all girls. All these girls, uh, like gymnasts or whatever. All these people, yeah. and he was not standing next to him. And as they, and because I'm looking at, it, I can see them. They're standing right there in the corner of the end zone. And so they took the camera on a um, single shot of the first girl, and they went single shot, single shot, single shot all the way down the line. Now by this time, my eyes had gone up to the jumbotron because I'm watching that. And in the time I looked up, they snuck Kevin Durant onto the <laughs> end of the line, and they gave him a huge intro as, uh, you know, Kevin Durant, you know, U.S. basketball. He definitely was cheered, but. At that point in time, 
in the game, and at the point, they, every single commercial they were introducing someone else, um, and it was all these all these awesome people. As soon as they said Kevin Durant, there was definitely an audible sense of if you could if you could put it into words, why the hell did you go to Golden State? You freaking bastard! You should have come here. Um, that that was like the sentiment, and and I get it. Hey, it's the man's career. He's making decisions for his family. He wants to play for them. I, I have. I trust me. Come here. I love it. I Come understand. Here? Kevin. I understand. Come here? The reason why he gets himself into this spot, though, Kevin, is because when Deshaun Jackson became a free agent overnight from the Eagles, Kevin Durant was one of the most actively involved members of, on social media, lobbying Deshaun Jackson to quote unquote go play for my home team, go home, yeah, do that's this. Kevin Durant's home team. I understand. I understand. He was team. he was recruiting as a Redskins fan, right? I Wizards are his home team too. Oh, oh, come on, the Wizards are whose home team? Nobody goes. Durant. <laughs> no, the Wizards exist oh, in, in, in a vacuum, and you know it. I love the Wizards. You know I love <laughs> yeah, the Wizards. Me too. And I watch. But they're his home team, and he didn't whoever even... plays whoever plays at the Verizon Center, their fans are the home team. And Kevin Durant knows that True. first and foremost. True. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. Well, yeah, Brad Beal and have, John have Wall worst, hate each other. So. Yeah, we have yeah. the worst home field court advantage in the history of the NBA. I think that changes, that changes overnight if Kevin Durant comes. But oh yeah, yeah, but we can't put that on him. He's nah. been the pride of this area as a, as a professional athlete, class wise. Who's been close to him over the last decade? Name someone. I mean, I, I, obviously, when he first came in, Kobe was still lighting it up. Um, Co- Kobe. Kobe from here? You're talking about, oh, you're talking from about from here. here. I'm sorry. I thought yeah, a local professional here. athlete that's handled himself with nothing but class. Of course, the decision he made here was something. But up to that point, he's been nothing but aces. He's got the Nats tattooed on him. He's got the Skins tattooed on him. He put a tour duty in Oklahoma City. Hey, you can't blame him for not going to the Wizards. That was never an option. He never once said, I'm coming, to his defense. He never once said, yeah, I'll give them a sniff. If not, they not had to, a yeah, well, not season. to get too far away, but would it have been better or worse if he had taken a meeting? Probably Better. worse. No, we oh, all we, we all we, false hope. Yeah, false. So hope. when you say will you go we with me, hope, you, will you go way. with me, yeah, hottest girl at school? Man. Yes, no, or maybe? And she checks maybe. You're like, oh, and then you walk outside and everyone's laughing at you. <laughs> so you're saying there's a you channel at your home school recruit you. That place isn't able. If you're home, if you're playing for Damatha, are you going to let uh, Maplewood recruit you? If that's the level of program. To be fair, I don't. With. I don't well, think. I mean, uh, looking he at it from like the, the Maryland perspective, you got to, you know, you got to, you got to kind of. You have to at least court the guys that are in your backyard. He went to Texas for a reason. Come. Right. I don't, I don't think Gary, said, Let's get him out of town. I don't think he Gary went to Texas for a reason. A he's doing what he's doing out there for a yeah. reason. He's never coming back. There's more to it than we know. That gives him a chance to still love it. Look, I don't really have a dog in the fight. I think the booze come from the fact that some people do. Take it personally. They pay ticket. They pay money to go to these things, and they can boo if they want to. Do I agree? No, I don't agree. Well, they ain't paying money to go to Wizards you games. Yeah, they can boo at the Redskins game. That's fine. Mm. But you know, I mean, some people do. It's probably all Pittsburgh it. fans, anyways. Well, they're everywhere. Listen, uh, I'm, I'm done apologizing for that. That's right. I've learned in my older age, you can't avoid Pittsburgh fans. God bless them. They're the best in the world. That's multiple generations of Super Bowl winners. That's grandfathers, sons, and grandkids that have all won Super Bowls. I'm just glad that, that's, that, uh, that's ridiculous. That FedEx and has such a distance from the portrait gallery that they couldn't line up on the steps after the game was over last night. After they do after like all those Caps games. That's right. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. I went to the Pittsburgh uh, Nats game a month and a half ago. Ugh. Good lord! But you got to give it to them. They're everywhere. They are everywhere. We did a study after the 2008 debacle. We had like a multi-part series of 
Why did why did this just happen to us? Uh, a, a total autopsy of it. I mean, I was I I had a whole article on census data from the city of Pittsburgh, the, the the shrinking population of Pittsburgh over the course of thirty or forty years, and the redistribution of Pittsburgh uh, residents across the eastern seaboard. I mean, I I had I charts, and it, it's it's it, it, they're they're actually doing better now. Pittsburgh is actually growing again, yeah. but for for decades, everybody you know everybody. Those people weren't driving here from Pittsburgh for Penguins games and Pirates games and and Steelers games early on. They actually li- they actually lived here. Yeah. They live in Boston. They live in Philly. They live in New York. They do drive everywhere else. It's also not to get in. You know, this might be another week's discussion, but in terms of Pittsburgh as a sports city, they have two statues at their airport: George Washington and Re- and uh, not Roberto Clemente. No, it's of the catch. Uh, yeah, Franco? Franco Franco Harris. Harris. Okay. I went to the Heinz History Museum. A robot taught me how to speak Yinzer. I learned about the John Eagle and how the Stillers are going to win on yeah. Sunday. And there was a whole exhibit on the 50 greatest Stillers. Yeah. It's like, it's they, a whole thing there. They put French fries on your sandwich. Yeah, they got French. Yeah. It's... I, I can't knock. It's good. No, it's it is good. Ah, it's good. In fact, I like the people of Pittsburgh. I, I can't like the hate town them. of Pittsburgh. I can't hate uh, I respect them. They're not. The, they're not. The, they're not looking down at people. No, they got nice facilities. In terms it's of kind of what the elites. Steelers are prided on, though. Yeah, to be hardworking, blue collar. I think they're respectful fans too. I think they just root for their team. They're not like, you know, they're, they're counterparts in Pennsylvania. Good lord, they're the way the organization's been run the same way. I mean, three head coaches. Seriously. This guy's in his three head, year, co- dude. Three head coaches in there. Like, <laughs> that's insane. We've had how many in, in like well, twenty years? We've had that. Yeah. We've had that many in less than well, less than twenty years. In right. eight years. Now we're talking about Pittsburgh. Does Pittsburgh have Paisano's Pizza? Because I don't know if you guys saw that commercial, mm. but it's coming. The new Eastern Motors, gentlemen. Oh man, it is coming. You saw it, didn't you? Oh really? You George saw it. That's amazing. Oh yeah, he moaned like an my elephant. man George was on the commercial. Oh yeah, he, holding two ju- George Jumbo Slice Mirasan, and this was his. Quote. <laughs> Swear to God, it's amazing. Don't be messing, making, making fun of my boy. I George. didn't. That's exactly what he did on the commercial. <laughs> you went to see it. I see him. I, I, I see him at the it. Apple Store every once in a while. I, 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 I recorded He's it everywhere. and I, I blast watched it, so I, I went right through all. Well, the you got to see Beninati's recording it. Who's the Who's the hockey player? Carl Alsner is on. I there. knew you guys would know. Oh, he, he crushes it. Uh, he, he's, He's great. He is. He danced with that hockey stick, like just you know, just like he had air in his shoes. He rocks those shorts. Chris Big Bite Baker. Uh, everyone's doing mmms. It was super weird commercial. Uh, Pierre Pizza Man Wait, Garcon. That was all during the Redskins game? Ryan Cole Cut yeah. Kerrigan. See, this is the stuff you miss when you're at the stadium. Uh, Santana Moss, who got no love, but he was in there. Like in the Brady Bunch, six square. That's that's awesome. Carl Alsner and him, but everyone else got a mmm. Mm. Baker got a mm, 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 mm. <laughs> it was just you I just love it. You, you wanted to look away and you felt dirty, but you kept looking. Oh, it's yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah. It's so good. You're, you're calling it the new Eastern Motors. It's exactly it's, what it, it is. Yeah, that's you got it. <laughs> it really is. And what's this for again? Pizza. What kind? Paisanerspizza.com, I believe. Do they have one around here? Uh, there's one in Rockville. Yep. I need to order that immediately. Yeah, you do. You should watch the ad first, <laughs> then you're really gonna wanna. Ben and Adi's gonna. Take that pizza and put it right in your mouth for you. <laughs> Ooh, that's not that, Joe. That's a verbal contract. Kevin, this guy named Kevin. Steve no pun intended. But don't, don't feed Ken, please. <laughs> just don't feed Ken, oh, please. So good. Yeah. All right. Well, I tell you what. I feel like we. Uh, 
I feel like we established. We pretty much beat that horse to death. We pretty much beat it to death. Yeah. It is Dallas week. We're ending on a high note. We're playing the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to get over this, get past it. We, we lost to a, a really good team. Um, we, have, we still have a chance to be a really good team Redskins ourselves. Fans, Redskins fans overreact. This team still is going to win plenty of games. Uh, but it was it, this was a first this first episode was hard to swallow. This season, definitely. This is going to be there's no there's, this this there's no yeah there's no red wedding in our future. I guess is what I'm really trying to say. I I people will think the sky is falling and that this is going going to be like you know some terrible stuffs about to happen. I, I don't see it that way at all. I I will say this: we better be two and two after four games. Yeah, at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least. Well. At least, at yes. Least. At least, I'll say. T- I'll say at least as well. But um, I don't know. I think I, I. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate our first episode of After the Whistle. I think that. I think. I think it went well. I think generally speaking, T was upbeat. Perhaps even the voice of reason at times. Kevin Ricca. They got a reality check last night. You're not as good as you think I, you were. I, I don't think they did. I think you're getting the fan I base's think, stuff. Well, I don't think the team is saying, I think we played against a team, and exactly what should have happened, happened. I think that reality set in, but I don't think it was the team that had these high aspirations of being better than I that hope, franchise. I hope, you, I hope you're right that it was just the, 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 if that, the fans. If that shit happens this week, Ooh. there'll be a whole different conversation. I can't remember but who you know it was what? in the post-game interview. It was either Norman or Breland. It was one or the other. I'm just like, listen, they, can't, they went out there and just whipped our butts. Yeah. And Norman said that ten thousand and six times. Okay, so it was yeah, I because they did. Everyone who put a microphone 10, in front of his face, okay. every single time I saw him say it, I can't even tell you how many times I counted him saying it uh, on TV. Now I was watching the same show over and over again at some point in time in the morning last night. Um, but then I woke up this morning and I saw a couple of beat reporters uh, had mentioned, "Hey, this guy Norman, uh, I feel like I heard him say they kicked our butts ten million, you know, over and over and over and over again." Probably not great for someone who's trying to write for a Redskins website, but I try <laughs> as hard as I can not to listen to sports talk radio and not to watch anything other than the game. Yeah. Just because I can't, I can't stand it. I just can't. It's yeah, awful. It, yeah. It'll get you. It'll, it'll get you super angry. I, I have a lot of empathy for uh, some of our TV personalities who are tasked with talking about this team, especially like in the middle of the summer. All year round, they're not allowed to talk about anything else. I mean, oh. these guys, you can drop a cap story in in the middle of the playoffs if you're lucky. But if you if the if the Cavs were playing in Game One of the Stanley Cup Finals and you turned turned on sports radio for your drive home and you had to listen to 45 minutes of, of Cavs, I would love it. They would get calls. They, their phones wouldn't stop ringing. Why aren't you talking about the Redskins? Why aren't you talking about free agency? Why aren't you talking about what the coaches are going to be doing? It's it's th- those guys literally are are, are beaten to a pulp by the Redskins. I, I could tell you, I don't, and I don't know if you guys remember. So there was a time I was before I moved back down to the area. I was in Eagles country, and I happened to turn on sports talk radio. Just it had been so long. I was like, oh, I wonder if this has changed at all. And this was, I think, last year. And I can't believe this was a story, but Deshaun Jackson at a practice tweaked Coach Gruden's nipple. Yeah, we, we've all seen it. And I think they did an hour on that. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Must be a glorious nipple. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine having to talk for an hour about something so 
unbelievably insignificant. I just, I, I was like, wow, this is unreal. I just, I don't know. You can that, actually read a lot of significance into it. Tell me, tell me what's significant. Yeah, yeah. The the relationship is close enough. Well, so I think personal the, contact. The, the take was that he didn't respect the coaches to not invade his personal space, and I was like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna change over to music. Maybe. Yeah, but then someone's had to say, well, no one, no one tweaks Joe Gibbs' nipple, obviously. I, think, I actually think that that was something that someone... You have, you, know, to go, you have to go that way. Then you have to be like, I totally would have tweak, tweaked Steve Spurrier's nipple. I would have done a double tweak on him. There is not a nipple in this basement I wouldn't tweak. And right I now. Thank you so much for saying that. <laughs> no one's touching Gibbs. No one's going near Vinny because... God knows. I mean, he might just have like a. I mean, I don't even know if he's like a human down there we've in that area. We've officially hit bottom. Tweet most tweakable bottom. coach nipples in Redskins history. That's Ooh. where we're going. Top ten. When yeah. we come back next <laughs> yeah. week on after the whistle, top ten nipple tweaks in Redskins gonna, history. Mine's gonna be Pettibone. <laughs> this was the audible. Ooh. I was gonna say you've tweaked.